A recent study suggests a surprising link between highway air pollution and one particular health risk. And here to discuss the research is Joel Kaufman, physician and professor of environmental and occupational health sciences at the University of Washington. Doctor, before we get into the main findings, what inspired you to research the impact of traffic-related air pollution with human health? Well, over the last, say, 20 years, we've been observing that there's an increased risk of cardiovascular disease events with higher levels of air pollution exposure. And we've been trying to understand what might contribute to that. And there have been many hints that living near roadways and traffic-related air pollution might be a particularly important part of this question. And it occurred to us that elevated blood pressures may be, in particular, a way that explains the increased risks of heart attacks and strokes with increased air pollution exposures. And we had done some studies in a laboratory setting where we had seen that traffic-related air pollution in the laboratory did in fact raise people's blood pressure a few points. So we decided we wanted to look at this question in the real world and, you know, an experimental setting. So this relates to blood pressure, and it's higher among those exposed to highway air pollution. Can you explain the methodology used in the study, particularly the use of unfiltered and filtered air? People were passengers in a car driven by study staff, and each person drove a few different times through heavy Seattle area traffic. And on some of the days, the air from the outside was brought right into the vehicle through the regular car ventilation system. And on some days, the car was effectively filtered. And what that means is that on some days, we had both a effective cabin air filter in place, as well as sort of a home-style HEPA filter device sitting on the front seat of the car. And so the air was quite clean on some days, and on other days, the outside air was brought right in. Now, the people didn't know, because we had sort of sham filtration on some days and real filtration on other days. We asked them if they could tell the difference, and people couldn't tell the difference. Yet the particle concentrations in the car were much lower when the filters were in place. How did the impact of breathing unfiltered highway air on blood pressure compare to other health risks like a high sodium diet, for example. Right, the blood pressure went up about four and a half points on average, more with traffic pollution than with filtered air in this controlled trial. And that is about the same amount as we see, for example, in trials where people go from a regular diet to a very low sodium diet. And it's also about the same amount as some blood pressure medicines will lower your blood pressure. So in the scheme of things, this is a significant blood pressure increase from an exposure that millions of people have every day. Are there any immediate steps that one of our listeners could take to mitigate the health risks of traffic-related air pollution? Well, I think in general, there's both a large sort of public health message, which is that we need to be figuring out how to get these pollutions levels down. And this is an issue both for people in their cars, but also for people who live or work or play near major roadways where these levels are high. In terms of what individuals can do, if you have control over the ventilation in your car when you're traveling on a heavily trafficked roadway, roll your windows up, have a good cabin air filter in your car, and most of the time you should have your air on recirculate so you're not bringing in the air from outside. 
If you live near a major roadway, it would help keep your levels down to have the windows closed and have some kind of air filtration handy. If you don't have control over your ventilation, you're riding public transit, this might be a situation where wearing one of those highly effective air filtration masks like a N95 that people got pretty good at wearing for a while would also be helpful. Obviously, as I think we've mentioned, it's not just the people in the cars, but it's the community around the highways that would also be suffering, I assume. That's exactly right. And we're most concerned in the first, say, 100 meters length of a football field from the side of a road. And by the time you get to 300 meters, the levels are much lower and more like background. And we have a legacy in this country of major roadways cutting through populated areas, particularly with people of color. Communities that didn't have a lot of political influence were often sliced and diced by roadways, leaving legacies that include these kinds of elevated pollution exposures. Joel Kaufman, physician and professor of environmental and occupational health sciences at the University of Washington. Doctor, thank you so much for joining us today. Good talking to you. That'll do it for this edition of InfoTrack. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting. Internet services by Pear.com. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for another edition of InfoTrack.